I said, hey, ladies and fellas, if you're listening. As a woman of color, it is so hard to find lipsticks and glosses that really pop on my beautiful brown skin. Y'all know what I'm talking about? When the lipstick is giving lackluster instead of Lil Mama, okay? (laughs) Well, I discovered the most radiant, saturated, and pigmented lipsticks for richer complexions, and I found them at the Lip Bar. The Lip Bar is a black woman-owned and led beauty brand that focuses on providing effortless beauty options for all women, but especially women like us with highly melanated skin. Oh, and did I forget to mention that all Lip Bar products are vegan and cruelty-free? Get into it, friends. Make sure you click the link in the show notes to receive 10% off your first or next order of beauty products at the Lip Bar. Hashtag, you're welcome. And now, you're listening to The Sugar-Free Podcast. Welcome to the tea party, friends. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea, you know it's sugar-free. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea, up in here we like it sugar-free. Come through, stop by, get up with me, with your girl sitting back, I'm a little crazy. Ooh, right here with me, it's where you wanna be, let's get it sugar-free, Hey, friends! <laughs> hey! Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Back again. Sydney's back. Tell a friend. Guess who's back? Guess who's back? Guess who's back? It's me! First of all, let me say Happy New Year. We are in 2023, friends. The last time we spoke, it was 2022. So it's been way too long, right? Since the last time we've spoken. And second of all, I'm back. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so great to be here with you guys. I have missed you. I really have. Don't let anyone else tell you differently. I have missed you. But what I will say is that I'm not sorry about my departure. And I don't have an apology for y'all this time. I do not. I do not have an apology not because I didn't miss you, but I don't have an apology because I am not sorry for my absence. I know. <laughs> I know. For over a year in 70 plus episodes, I never missed a week of recording, of putting out content, of connecting with you guys. Never missed a week. But my life, the last three to six months has just changed so much in so many amazing ways that I could never have predicted that I am not going to apologize for those amazing things happening. And I'm not going to apologize for pressing pause on the show while I allowed for those amazing things to unfold in my life. So I feel like, well, I don't owe you an apology because we not apologizing for nothing in 2023. 
might feel like I should provide an explanation. Not that I owe an explanation, but because of the love and the respect that I have for you all, I want to offer one, right? So let's get into it. <laughs> let's get right into it. Where have I been? <clears throat> I've been living my best life. <laughs> I have been living my absolute best life. So I think where we left off in the story was that I was, it was, picture it. It was Sicily, 1929. Okay, it wasn't Sicily, 1929. It was Atlanta, October, 2022. And I was right in the throes of my egg retrieval. So as you guys know, like, the last episode we did was about navigating infertility and I too have been on my own journey navigating not necessarily infertility but preservation of my fertility and that led me to going through a cycle of IVF this year so that I could freeze my eggs right and so that is where I was the last time we spoke. I was right in the throes of the process to have my eggs frozen. And I think I talked to you guys a little bit about the process and how difficult it was. But because of the intense effect that that entire process had on my body, that's what caused me to initially kind of falter on my responsibilities and connecting with y'all every week because physically I just couldn't. <laughs> like physically I can't. And so y'all know that I'm a one woman show. And so that's the downside, right? Of being a one woman show is that it's just me. I'm not just the host. I'm the editor. I'm the producer. I'm the theme song singer. I'm the social media architect. I'm doing all of that. And so because of that, you know, when I'm physically unable to do something, everything kind of shuts down. And so that's where we have been, just shut down. And so also during that time, I had left my job again. Oh, listen, y'all. <laughs> if the great resignation was a person. Oh, listen, y'all. I left my job twice in 2022. Okay, so I was at my previous job for two and a half years, and I left there at the top of the year in January. And then I left there and went to my last previous job. And I was there for about six or seven months before I resigned in September to accept a new role in October. And that new role drum roll please brought me to new york <laughs> so that is where i have been friends i have been literally uprooting my entire life the last 10 years of my life i had been in atlanta for 10 years and so i have been uprooting my life wrapping up all the odds and ends um recovering from my egg retrieval and picking up Mr. Bentley included and coming to New York City. <laughs> so for anybody who's had to move, y'all know, listen, moving by yourself is a huge undertaking. Oh my God, I was having to schedule movers and pickup trucks and uh, I was overseeing a renovation of the downstairs in my home. 
I don't remember if I told y'all this, but a pipe burst in my kitchen back in July. The insurance company had just gotten around to fixing that issue in August. And so um, they were working on my home from August through October. And then I also had to organize shippers for people to ship my car because I wasn't going to take it to New York. And then I had to arrange a realtor. So I decided to go ahead and sell my home in Atlanta. So I also had to prepare the house for sale and find an apartment in New York. I literally had five days I flew into Atlanta to I flew into New York with my mom we had five days to look for an apartment and start my new job so I also had to start the job and so I have actually been in my new role since October surprise surprise I know I'm dropping so many so many new things right so I was doing that. I had to find an apartment here. I had to furnish an apartment here, get all my stuff from Atlanta here, um, get unpacked, uh, continue to work in my new job because as wonderful as they are, like they didn't hire me to move. <laughs> they hired me to work. So I still had to go to work every day and I still was teaching. So that is another thing that I quit this year. I quit my job as a professor and I decided to take a step back from teaching. I know, friends. I know. Y'all know how much I love teaching, mentoring, coaching. Um, I think that anything that we can do to make things easier for the folks that come behind us, we have a responsibility to do that. And so that's one thing that I really loved and enjoyed about teaching. But the reality was that I was burnt out, friends, between the podcast working full-time teaching full-time I had no space or room for myself or in my life for just fun or even relaxation to hear my own thoughts I feel like I hadn't heard my own thoughts outside of what I said on the podcast in almost two years and so I think I remember telling y'all this that through the course of therapy I realized that during the pandemic I had built a life around working all the time because I had nothing else to do. We weren't going out, we weren't doing friends, we weren't doing dinners, we weren't doing traveling, none of that. And so I, if somebody said, oh, you wanna work? Okay. <laughs> you wanna pick up an extra class? Okay, right? And so fast forward two years later, now the pandemic is ending, I have way more responsibility than any one person should be allowed to have as a working professional. But now the world is opening back up. So there's an expectation that I'm, you know, reconnecting with friends. I'm trying to be out back in the streets. I'm trying to date. I'm trying to do all these things. And I realized I just did not have the capacity to do all the things. But I also realized that after two years of lockdown, I wanted to reopen myself and my life to community, to friends, to outings, to dating, to all of those things. And I just could not do that and maintain the work that I had, the workload that I had um, <clears throat> accumulated during the pandemic. And so something had to give. And so I told myself, um, about midway through therapy that one of my goals by the end of the year was to be working one job in 2023. 
that was the goal. I was like, I can't can't do two jobs anymore. I need to find one job that would pay me at least what I was making with two jobs or more because I knew I could command more. But my lack of ability to find work that would pay me more was difficult because nobody wants to hire you if you already have a full-time job, right? They're going to be questioning your commitment to their organization and all that, right? So I knew that having two jobs was preventing me from making the most that I could make and kind of living up to my full potential in any either one of the roles. And so I knew that I wanted to leave 2022 with one job. That was my goal and my mission um, so that I could do my best work so I can make my best coin because y'all know I love a good coin, but also so that I could achieve better balance in my life so that I could welcome those other things that I had been missing in for so long. And so I felt really good about how everything came together. Like I always know that and my apologies for anybody who's not particularly religious out there, but I always know that God is moving in my life when things just kind of happen. Things just kind of come together like fluidly, easily, seamlessly. And that's really what happened with this move to New York. Everything was just so aligned and fit together like I developed this plan right so I knew I wanted to end the year with one job and then everything that needed to happen in order for that to happen within the time frame that I set forth happened right and so even I think back on my egg retrieval my doctor said it's very rare that people have their actual retrieval day on the day that they have scheduled because you never know how your body is going to react to the treatments. You may have to move up a day, push back a day, whatever. Y'all, my retrieval happened on the literal day that they had planned it. And so it, it had to in order for everything else to happen because I had to start scheduling and making plans for other things so that everything else in my life could align. For example, I had to get to New York to find an apartment. And I had to do that within a two week. I only had two week window <laughs> that I had where I didn't have to go to work or I could go find this apartment. So I had to literally have the egg retrieval also during that two weeks so that I didn't have to worry about taking sick leave from my job in order to heal and all that. So I literally needed my egg retrieval to happen that weekend before the two week period started. And it did. So that I'd have at least one week to recover because I was supposed to take two weeks to recover, but I was like, I don't have two weeks. So I, I could at least take a week to a week and a half to recover before I had to be to New York to try to find an apartment. So that's exactly what happened. It happened that weekend. I got a week and a half to recover. And then I was in New York. I starting my new job. I found an apartment within three days. Right. And then um, I started my job. They finished the renovations on my home. Literally three weeks before I was set to be in New York, I was able to find a moving company, zero issue. I was able to hire a shipper to ship my car back home to Vegas, zero issue. Like I did not have to cancel any of my classes. I was able to hold class remotely from New York in my hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all like literally everything lined up I was able to be back and forth between Atlanta and New York in order to oversee my things getting here safely 
Like I was still able to take a vacation that I had planned way back in May to um, Mexico for Thanksgiving with my sisters. Like everything that had to happen happened within the time frame that it needed to happen. I was able to list my home for sale and it literally sold, went under contract the same day. Listen, y'all, the house went under contract the same day and everything I've been hearing about the market being in flux now with interest rates up and whether or not my house is going to sell went under contract the same day. We closed three weeks later. House gone. Everything, everything like God had his hand all up and through and all over this move and everything else that happened with it. And so that, friends, is why I'm not apologizing for not being as present with you all, because I had to show up for me. I had to show up for me and making this very important change in my life that I needed to be happy. And like I said, God had his hand all over it. He was like, girl. I'm here, but you're going to have to work. <laughs> you're going to have to work. And unfortunately, it just meant that I couldn't do everything. And this was one of those things. But I do want to recommit to you all in the show in 2023. So this is not the end of the show. We were just on break, on pause. And so I do want to talk to y'all a little bit about so before I get into where I see the show going in the future, there's one last thing I want to talk about in my story about how I ended up in New York. Right. And so I also want to talk about this because this, this is God. God has been talking to me so much this year. And and I've always I never thought he talked before. Ah! Ain't that crazy? Like, my friends will always be like, oh, God spoke to me. I said, really? What'd he sound like? <laughs> Did you see him, too? what he look like? Like, I really felt like God didn't speak to me. I was like, God don't say nothing to me. And so I, I feel like over the course of this year, I have seen him working and seen him speaking to me in my life. And so I can better articulate what that what that means when he's speaking to you for those of you who may like myself feel like he don't speak to me chair he done miss my house like santa claus he just flew right on over my house get me right but but this this is what it was so y'all know that at the top of the year i had a quarter life crisis and i just started booking up a bunch of vacations right i was like i just want to get out i want to explore the world i want to see life i want to experience life because that's what i felt like i had been missing i felt like i was stuck i felt like i was in a rut i was burnt out i was tired i didn't know what to do but i just knew that what i was doing i couldn't continue doing it anymore right and that goes back to me deciding that i needed to end the year with one job because i just was burnt out i had too many things on my plate i needed to narrow down one of the things that i wanted to put on my plate was more life more adventure so i started booking all of these vacations new york was one of the vacations that I booked. <laughs> Listen, and when I booked the vacation to New York, I literally had no plan. Like I didn't have anyone invited. I was just gonna go by myself. My mom has a timeshare. She's a member of like a vacation club. And so they offer all these discounts on different places and you can go. They just so happen to be running a special for a five day vacation to New York in August. And I said, oh, like New York, I'm gonna go. Like, that's literally what happened. I booked it. I was there for, I think, $800, including um, airfare. I was on my way to New York. And so I called my girlfriend. 
who lives in D.C. And I was like, hey, girl, you want to come to New York for the weekend with me? She's like, yeah, girl. I was like, you don't even have to pay for the hotel. I already paid for it. Like, just put your panties in a bag and let's go. And so she said, okay, girl, let's go. So she came. And then that same time, my college roommate called and she was like, girl, I'm moving to New York. I want to be in town this weekend looking at apartments. I said, girl, we going to be there. Let's do it. Let's run it up. Like, this is literally like the the things that align for this trip to happen. So we went to New York and I have some other friends that are in New York and we just had the most amazing time. Like think uh, Maxine Shaw and Khadijah James, Harry Bradshaw, Samantha Jones, like living our best single lives, okay? In New York, we had a fantastic time. And by the time I left New York, something inside of me I don't even know what the thing was it could have been heartburn was like you need to be here I kid you not it was like this very strong feeling this strong urge this pull that was telling me you need to move to New York now is the time and I was just like I need to move to New York (laughs) and I told my sister and my mom and I know they thought I was crazy and I was like, I know this sounds crazy, but I was like, I'm moving to New York by the end of the year. I'm going to find a job. I'm selling my house. I'm moving to New York. I was like, I just feel this very strong pull, this urge. It's just like this something just saying, do it, do it, do it. You got to be here. You got to be here. Like, I've always loved the vibrance the energy, the lights, the pack. I just I've always love the vibe in New York. Like I love that hustle, bustle on the go. Like every time I get off of the plane from the airport, always I'm just like, oh, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> you know, like I, I'm here. And I felt that as soon as I got off the plane in August and by the time I left, I just knew that this was the place that I needed to be. And everything that needed to happen in order for that to happen, happened. And I'm here. And I was like, that, that is the Lord. That is the Lord. And I remember having a conversation with my sister. I was on my way to LaGuardia Airport. Funny story. I was Ubering from Midtown, Times Square area to LaGuardia Airport, which is out in Queens. And so... First of all, I ended up at LaGuardia Dry Cleaners. Because <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. I just put LaGuardia in Uber and I ended up at LaGuardia Dry Cleaners, y'all. Who knew that LaGuardia was also the name of lots of other things in Queens? But anyways, so I'm on the phone with my sister in the Uber and I'm telling her, because I had already started applying for jobs. I kid you not, before I left, I was in my hotel room every morning applying for jobs. And so I told her, I was like, I know this sounds crazy, but I was like, I need to be in New York. And I started bawling, crying. And I told her, I was like, I have not felt this strongly about something that I need to do in my life since I knew I needed to be in Atlanta. So I had a similar kismet experience when I decided that I needed to go to Emory for law school. I don't know if I've ever told y'all that. (laughs) because I was previously employed there as well so but I went to Emory for law school and there was something about the, the the campus the people the energy I left there 
I didn't have an acceptance. They hadn't even accepted me yet. But I left there and I was just like, I have to be here. I don't care what I have to do. I have to be at Emory. I have to be in Atlanta. And I just felt so strongly about it. I told her, I was like, I haven't felt that strongly about anything that I've done since then, except maybe this show. And I was like, something is speaking to me. Something is calling me. I have to do it. And I was like, even if it takes a year, like, right? Like, I, I hope I'm here by the end of the year. But I was like, even if it takes a year, I'm not going to stop trying. I'm not going to stop applying. I'm not going to stop because something is calling me to this space, right? And so if you feel like God hasn't spoken to you, maybe he is. And maybe we're just not listening. I... I you know, I'm a movie buff. I love movies. I love books. And I think that we in our minds sometimes think that God is going to come down in a swirl of bright and flashing lights and he's going to save this this magical thing. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm thinking. Like he's just going to swoop down to my bedroom. But it's a lot more subtle than that. And because of the subtlety and his message and his movement, it's so easy for us to get lost in it. But I guess what I'm recognizing and realizing is that when when he's speaking to me, it's it's these urges, it's these pulls. It's like I've got to do it. If if I don't do it, I feel like I'm just going to burst. <laughs> like I'm just going to be so miserable. But how many times have you felt a push, an urge, something telling you to move in a certain direction and you ignore it? How many times? right because the push the urge was fresh while I was in New York you know what I mean it, it was fresh I could feel it I, the, the the tension the energy from the city it was palpable but if I had gone back to Atlanta not done anything and just got fallen back into my regular routine maybe the voice would have gone away the sense of urgency would have gone away and I would have ignored it how many times have you ignored something like that it was probably God telling you move you know what? Get out the way, you know, get out of your own way. And so I think that heading into 2023, that is what I'm, I'm focusing on. I want to focus my attention more on the things that are calling me and pulling me because I feel like I have been searching for most of my 20s and my 30s for those things like what am I supposed to be doing? Like, where am I supposed to be going? And so I am just trying to be more in tune and focus than ever on those feelings, those that pull, those, those emotions. And so if you're struggling to figure things out, to find your fit in 2023, just listen. Don't ignore the signs. And when something is easy, when things just click, 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 fall into place, that's God. That's how you know you're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. Even if, and I'll tell you this, this isn't the first time I've tried to apply for jobs in New York, right? So it doesn't mean that just because something doesn't work out, like it's not God or it doesn't mean to be like, no, 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 no. This isn't the first time I've thought about moving to New York or even DC. Like I've tried, but things just didn't, it didn't happen then. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't happen because it wasn't the right time. So I'm not saying like just because something doesn't work out 
exactly you know in perfect alignment the first time that it's not meant to be it just means it's not meant to be right now it ain't for you right now but it doesn't mean it's not for you forever and so yeah like when when you start noticing the ease of the alignment that's god when you start feeling those pulls that's god and so that my friends is something that i want to focus more on 2023 is faith and y'all know I'm a heathen, so I'm not saying I'm going to church, but having faith in myself and the higher power that everything genuinely is working for my good. And every step that I'm taking, good, bad, or ugly, because sometimes I make a mistake. Sometimes it gets real, real rugged, okay? Real ugly. But every step is taking me one step closer to where I'm supposed to be to meet the people I'm supposed to meet, to do the things that I'm meant to do, and to fulfill the purpose that I was put on this earth to fulfill, right? And so I just wanna have faith because something that I have struggled with my whole life is patience and this sense of urgency. I don't even know like where I'm going all the time, but I just feel like I gotta get there fast. <laughs> and if, if it doesn't happen, like, it's a problem and I, and I, that's a problem for me. I want things to happen when I want them to happen, how I want them to happen. And I have to learn to be patient and allow things to kind of develop and unfold in their time. That's, whew, that's difficult. And understanding that things happen on God's time as well, right? So that that is something that I want to carry through into 2023. Those are my words for 2023, patience and faith. Okay. I don't know what your words are. I hope y'all got some good ones, but that's kind of my catch up story and what I've been doing and, and where I'm heading. Um, so with that, I think now is a great time to kind of let y'all know what I see for the future of the show. So historically, the Sugar Free Podcast has been a weekly show where we've released an episode every Monday. I still anticipate that we will release an episode on Mondays, but I don't think it will be with the same level of frequency heading into 2023. Um, I'm looking at either a monthly release or bi-weekly, meaning every other week. And that's because I want to have the time to enjoy the majesty that is New York, honey. Like I'm not coming here so that I can stay holed up in my apartment every weekend trying to get an episode out to y'all. I love y'all, but that's not what I want to be doing on my weekends no more, okay? Listen, I got 28 babies sitting in the, the freezer in Florida, and they ain't never going to become real babies if I'm sitting up in here with y'all every weekend. I got to be out there. I got to be meeting people. I got to be, you know, networking living life and that's exactly what i came to new york to do i came to new york to live and that's what i'm going to do and so that means that the show has to evolve and change and transition with me i also see us having some different format for episodes like i, I want us to do some girl chats here and there some check-ins in addition to um our regular sessions where we get advice and everything like that. But I think that sometimes the best advice comes from just our the chats we have with our girlfriends and our friends. 
So you're going to be seeing some different things because the show is a reflection of me and it's an extension of me. So it's going to always be evolving. As I evolve and as I grow, the show is going to grow with me. And I am just so incredibly grateful to y'all for taking this journey with me. And I hope that y'all continue the ride in 2023. So I don't know when the season, when the next episode is going to air, but it will be in January. I haven't selected a premiere day. I don't I don't know if we're going to continue season three or end season three or if we're going to start season four. I, I haven't figured out any of the logistics yet, but you will hear from me again in January and we will continue the journey. Right. All right. Thank you so much again, guys, for hanging in there with me. I hope you had a wonderful new year i hope that you are ready to rock 2023 i feel like i'm in such a different and better place starting 2023 than i was starting 2022 and i'm just so excited to see where things go and i can't wait to see where things go with y'all too all right all right so thank y'all again for tuning in make sure you keep an eye out on your alerts make sure you subscribe 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 on instagram on youtube on apple podcast spotify pandora wherever you get your your podcast make sure that you subscribe so that you can be locked in to find out when we'll be dropping our next episode of the sugar-free podcast for of course plenty of laughs lots of love of course, some brutal honesty and more of the most exquisite tea. That's 100% sugar-free. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea? You know it's sugar-free. I missed that song, too. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Woo chow. Mm-hmm. What a show. We shared some good old tea today, didn't we, friend? Thank you for your presence. I truly enjoyed you at the tea party, and we appreciate you sipping on some sugar-free tea with me, your host, Sid Mack. Until next time, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sugar-Free Podcast or at Sugar-Free Pod. You can also visit our website at www.sugarfreepodcast.com. See you again soon, friends, and be sure to keep the tea party going, a with plenty of tea that's 100% sugar-free. Tired of piecing your business forms together from an internet search? Tired of sealing all your business deals with a pinky promise? Looking for a way to add some formality and professionalism to your business relationships? Then you need Formally. Formally is a DIY legal form and template shop for entrepreneurs, small business owners, creatives, freelancers, dreamers, and side hustlers. All Formally forms and templates are drafted by an experienced, licensed business attorney and reviewed by a law professor. So, not to brag or anything, but our forms are pretty legit. So what are you waiting for? Throw those pinky promises away and try formally today.